Welcome in. Welcome in. It's the NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast, the Round 17 preview. Here we go. We're, uh, we're two origins down, two big buy rounds down, and uh, the finish line, it's, it's getting closer and closer, isn't it? Uh, how are we all tracking this week? Three teams on the buy, uh, so a little bit of a, a mini buy round, um, big buy round for us, if, um, if that makes any sense. Not really. <laughs> Origin on Wednesday. I won't go into it too much. I mean, we've all we've all watched it. We've all seen what's happened and uh, all the crap that goes with it. I mean, look, Queensland absolutely dominated. New South Wales, few issues. Um, bit of an understatement there. Look, it's all. I won't worry about. I won't get into that too much. I mean, obviously, we're concerned about Origin players backing up uh, this week, and um, it's going to be one of those things where you really need to keep an eye on the late mail, see how we're going. Uh, it's Friday morning. I just decided, or Friday afternoon, I just decided to do the uh, the podcast as late as possible, the preview round seventeen with no Thursday night footy. Uh, and just the one game on the Friday. Try to uh, get as up-to-date as possible uh, for everybody. So uh, that's why we're on a little bit later uh, this week, previewing Round 17, which kicks off tonight uh, in a very interesting game uh, for Ben Hunt and the Dragons, uh, who are hosting uh, the Warriors down in uh, Wollongong. Pretty sure it's down in the Gong. Uh, And very interesting uh, I didn't give Ben Hunt a chance of playing this game. And he's, uh, he said after Origin, he said, look, I'm going to play. I'm going to play for my mates. I don't want to let them down. Um, nothing about the club. Look, the, my take on Ben Hunt, if he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to be there. Best thing the Dragons can do is try and come to some kind of resolution where they can get as much bang for their buck out of releasing Ben Hunt. Uh, it's just, you know, you hear takes about, oh, no, he's got to stay, got to keep him, make him play reserve grade, you know, if you have to. What's the point in that? That's not going to help your draft, the first grade team, and you're paying a bloke, I think he's on, I think he's on 850. I think that's what he's on. He might be on more. Uh, maybe that's for the next two years he's on 850. I'm, yeah, I'm, I might, he might be closer to the million mark, but you're paying a bloke that much to play reserve grade doesn't make sense. Uh, and he clearly doesn't want to be there. Uh, you're going to have issues where there's wee niggling little wee injuries that wouldn't be a problem and wouldn't keep him out of games. He'll, he'll just withdraw. You go, oh, no, a bit of a twinge here, a bit of a bit of a pain there. I'll just sit this one out. It ain't worth it. Try and get as much bang for your buck out of him. Who knows where he's going? Is it? It's a different. It changes every half hour on where he's going. But wherever it is, try and get as much as you can out of that club in terms of uh, swap players and how much is uh, being paid and all that kind of thing. I mean, just get it done as quickly as possible. Uh, it's just not tenable for him to stay there uh, much longer. Like I said, I'm surprised he's playing tonight, but he is, uh, which is great because it's going to make for great entertainment. You know, how are the, uh, how are the, um, the fans going to take it? Uh, you know, how's he going to play? I actually think he's going to play really, really well. Uh, I can see him having a. I can see him having a good game. He's a, he's a quality player and he always stands out in that dragon side. Uh, good to see Jack DeBellin back from that nasty head knock a few weeks ago. Uh, Jack Bird as well. Uh, good to see him back too. Uh, but um, I mean, just not much doing at the Dragons. There really is there. A uh, little bit happening at the Warriors. Um, 
you know, you look at that side and, you know, guys like Johnson becomes an interesting play this week. Nickel Clockstad's just been killing it uh, pretty much all year. Um, Rocco Berry comes back. Uh, you know, I thought, and I'm trying to think of the bloke's names, like Leatour, um, who looked pretty good when he played, uh, but it was purely just a stopgap measure. Uh, they're obviously very happy with Rocco Berry's progress. That head knock uh, set him back a little bit, but he is straight back into first grade. Four pack looks strong. AFB, uh, Wade Egan, not a bad wee hooker option there. I think he's in the 400s. He's been pretty consistent. Uh, doesn't mind a head knock himself, though, unfortunately. Uh, Bunty off four. Ford Neil Corey, Toro Harris. You know, good to see Dylan Walker back too. Um, just adds so much to that uh, and a different dynamic uh, to that side uh, with what he can do off the bench. And so, yeah, I just, I mean, that uh, that Dragons team, I mean, DeBellin and Bird certainly strengthen it. Uh, you know, the back line's been pretty much the same all year, uh, give or take a few droppings and things like that, but that's just how the Dragons have rolled this year. Uh, look, I think this is going to be a close game. I'm going to go the Warriors 21 20. Uh, I just, I oh, know this could be a field goal game. This could go either way. I'm going to take the Warriors 21 20 uh, in what should be a lot of fun uh, and just to see how things roll with, uh, with old mate Hunt. All right, uh, three games uh, on Saturday. It all kicks off at the Sunshine Coast where the Dolphins are hosting the Eels. Uh, and um, interesting moves here from the Dolphins. Uh, really interesting moves. Uh, I mean, Braden McGrady's a new bloke. I think he's the nephew of, um, oh, I'm trying to think of McGrady's first name. He won like the Rothmans medal back in the early 90s or late 80s, might be in the early 90s. And um, so really good to see that name there. Good to see, I mean, I would assume that the hammer will back up. Um, Valence Defaro gets a start at centre uh, with no Brinko Lee, which is interesting. Uh, Cody Nicolima moves from uh, hooker to 5'8". In fact, he might have been playing 5'8 that last game, that game, um, that Manly game, possibly. Um, and the forward pack looks a bit different. Felice Kafusi is back. Uh, Kenny Bromwich is there. So that moves Connolly Lemuelu uh, back to the bench, which is a bit of a dagger there for owners. Uh, and Josh Kerr, uh, fresh from being released from the Dragons, is straight into the 17-4. Um, for the Dolphins, which is handy with the suspensions. Uh, Wallace got that suspension. So he's basically got Wallace's spot there. So that's interesting. Uh, they've got Max Plath on the bench too, I believe, is Hooker back up there. So there's still obviously concerns about Mark Jeremy Marshall King uh, in that side. Uh, over at the, Panth uh, the Panthers, over at the Eels, jeez, uh, these guys are on a roll. I think it's four or five in a row doing their thing. Um, the King at the back. Still, it doesn't sit well with me having to call him the king, but uh, he's doing a great job and, and owning him's being fantastic. Uh, the side looks pretty settled there. Mitchell Moses named to back up. Assume he will. Uh, interesting to see how he plays after, I thought, not a bad origin performance considering uh, I thought I thought he, he went okay. Uh, he didn't have a shocker by any means. So having him back is huge. Uh, and the Pat Campbell-Gillard hands uh, Junior Bolo. I think he'll be up for a big game. I reckon he might be one of the ones, uh, if there are going to be changes, not that there's a, actually a lot of depth for New South Wales in the front row, but if there are some changes, he might be one of the ones on the chopping block, especially if uh, Jacob Ojevich is fit. 
uh, for Origin 3. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a move there. So he needs a big game. Uh, Cartwright, Davey, and Hopgood. There is uh, there is talk that possibly Sean Lane will be available. Uh, he is in the 22. Uh, so there's a chance there that Sean Lane uh, could be a late in, and you would assume it would be for Davey. Uh, you've also got Madison uh, lurking on the bench there, uh, which uh, might just eat into some minutes for Hopgood, uh, where he plays a hybrid role of a bit of edge as well. Uh, but Bryce Cartwright uh, has been pretty strong for the Eels. Brendan Hands, who I brought in last week, and he jagged me a 60-something. Uh, really happy with that. Uh, if he can get me through these next few weeks, uh, I will be happy. Uh, and then, you know, he, it might be a case where he he's my second hooker or I move him on. I'm not sure there. I'm actually expecting a close game here. I know um, I'm not going to completely write off the Dolphins. I know they're, you know, they're kind of fallen off the radar. They had the bye last week. The week before, Manly absolutely pumped them. They've been struggling. I just, I, I just think they'll. I think Ben will get them up, and I think it'll be a competitive game. I think it'll be a close game. I'm still going to take the Eels, who have got the form on the board, but I'm going to, I'm going to go real close. I'm going to go Eels 24, Dolphins 22. I think it's going to be a closer game uh, than maybe, um, maybe we're giving credit for. I just, I don't know the Dolphins are one of those teams that have uh, screwed most tipsters over uh, this round, uh, this year, and I can, I can see that continuing. Uh, okay, let's have a look. Uh, the middle game on uh, on Saturday, we are at Panther Park. I don't think it's been called that for a while, but that's what I'm rolling with. <laughs> the Panthers uh, at Bluebet, isn't it? Uh, the Panthers and the Knights. Uh, plenty of Penrith players named to back up in um, Crichton, Toto, uh, Luai, <laughs> old mate, uh, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo. I'd be really surprised if uh, like Yo played big minutes. He might have played 80. I can't remember him going to the bench. Liam Martin played 60-odd minutes, I think. Um, big call. Big call there. I mean, I, I would assume Crichton Toto, and Luai will all back up uh, for sure. I don't know about Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. They've got options there. Uh, Zach Hosking's been named 80th man, but I've read that Cleary wants him to play uh, some New South Wales Cup. Uh, instead, which seems interesting. So it's it's quite possible that, say, Yo doesn't play. I think it's quite possible they just, they, they skip number, number 18, Zach Hosking, uh, and go straight to Matthew Eisenhoth, who filled in, did a really good job there last week. And that will be a dagger for Hosking owners uh, relying on him for as a number this week. Um, and because from a trade perspective, yeah, he's, he's certainly tradable, but there's not actually, if you're looking to trade just to another second rower, there's not actually that many options, uh, to you know, really good options. I I don't think, um, and yeah, I just it's a it's a tricky one there, the Hosking one, the one we have to wait and see. I think a lot of lot of owners are hoping, uh, he jags a spot uh, either through Liam Martin or through Yo. Uh, that'll be interesting. There's also uh, there's the chance Mitch Kenny plays a bit of lock, but I, I think they're going to knock that on the head. Uh, I think it's. If Yo doesn't play, I think Matt Eisenhuth plays a lot uh, like he did last week. So that'll be an interesting one there. Uh, they do. There are other ways that Hosking can jag a spot in that 17. Uh, if if um, if Luai uh, is you know does have a niggle or something like that, or he's too busy posting, 
uh, on socials uh, and um, and can't play for that reason. Uh, there's a chance that Jamin Salmon, Salmon will play 5-8 uh, and Hosky might get into the 17 that way. Uh, so, yeah, Torrin Peachy owners may be a bit concerned as well. I mean, I doubt he's going to jag a spot in that side. I, I, I can see... Uh, I can see Crichton and Tor backing up for sure. Over at Newcastle, uh, Ponga playing really well. I think owners are super stoked. This is one of those games where you just got to have low expectations for Ponga. Hope he can get through. If he can jag the odd attacking stat and maybe uh, you know come out with a 50, I think you, you will happily take that. It is a tough place to play. Supercoach points are hard to get. Um, Dane Gagai has been consistent all year and kind of flown under the radar a bit, but he has been consistent. I'm pretty sure he averages in the 70s or pretty close to it. Uh, Newcastle do have the buy in round 19, so I wouldn't really be rushing to get Newcastle players. Uh, tough game against the Panthers this week and a round 19 buy. Uh, you've got Marzu back, uh, subject to any bus... Um, uh, appointments over the next day. Uh, hopefully they're um, they're not taking the bus out to Penrith uh, or someone's going to pick him up because he let us all down, didn't he, uh, last week. Uh, the forward pack, pretty settled. Interesting, Dylan Lucas. Uh, I've seen a few that have uh, jumped on him as a cheapie in the centres there. Playing in the second row, you'd think his time is limited. It's It might be just the case of a, a, a bonus player for this week. If you can jag your 50 in base, you'll take it and hopefully never see him again. Yeah, interesting game. 26-12. I just don't think the Knights can score points against Penrith. I think Penrith will do enough. 26-12. Let's take the Panthers. Um, all right, last game on Saturday. Interesting one here. Two old rivals, the Storm and the Seagulls uh, down at Amy. Uh, oh, Pretty hard to back the Seagulls. I think the Storm are going to be really motivated. These guys played earlier this year at Four Pines, and it was arguably Manly's best performance of the year, certainly from a defensive and grit uh, perspective. Absolutely gave it to the Storm. So I think the Storm will be really motivated to return serve in this game. Uh, obviously, no Trebojevic uh, of the Tommy variety is just, just soul-destroying for Manly. I mean... Uh, Manly slash New South Wales supporters on Wednesday. How good was your night? <laughs> God, that was a shocker. And, uh, I mean, there would have been a lot of people who might have reached for the old phone about three minutes into State of Origin, just had a wee nosy at the team and said, oh, I might have to make, uh, might have to reverse trades there if they'd already kind of had a draft team in place that included Tommy Trevojevic. Unfortunately, the peck injury he has done for the year. Very, very disappointing. Uh, for Manly, uh, for NRL fans, uh, super coach wise, obviously it really sucks. If you're an owner, ooh, uh, a bit of a dagger there. It's an easy trade. You've got to trade him to someone, just figure out who it's going to be. There's plenty of options. Uh, the word is Garrick will be playing fullback. He has been named in the centres. Uh, all the news I've heard this morning, um, or news slash gossip in your window, whatever, suggests that Garrick will be playing fullback. I think it makes sense purely uh, without even a super coach lens on it. He's your next best option at fullback. I think Seabold is nuts if he doesn't play him there as early as possible. They've got still, what, 10 weeks to go of the season to try and make the finals. Garrick is your next best option there. Well, he's your best option now at fullback. 
just put in there and figure out who's going to play center. If you look at the extendeds, um, Morgan Harper at number 20. So you've got him there as an option to go into the centers. So just roll with that. I'm not sure what the deal is with Brad Parker, but I, I wouldn't worry too much. I just think you need. And Kyle Weeks being a bit underwhelming at fullback. Uh, and Manly going to need all the help they can get while they still don't have Jake Trebojevic and obviously no Tommy. You need Garrick at the back. Uh, I, I don't think he's at any good to you at right centre. Um, and re- regardless, I mean, last week wasn't great. The week before was unbelievable. You know, you know, we saw what happened there. Put him to fullback. I think that's what's going to happen. I wouldn't be trading Ruben Garrick out of your side. As tempting as it is uh, at the juicy price, I wouldn't be doing it. Uh, Josh Schuster uh, keeps his spot there at six. Really interesting watch. A lot of people trading him out. I'm going to hold. I just think that uh, dual flexibility could come in. You never know when it's going to come in handy. It could definitely come in handy uh, at some stage uh, over the next 10 weeks. Uh, you never know what could happen, and boom, you can just slot him in there uh, at 5'8", second row, whatever you need. Uh, I just don't think... I, you don't necessarily, if you've got enough depth there, you don't necessarily have to be playing him every week. Ideally, you're not, but you never know when he could come in handy. So for me, he's a hold, uh, as frustrating a player as he is. Ola Kawatu is an interesting one. I think DCE, who's in great form and had a brilliant game in origin, I think he's going to be leaning on Ola Kawatu a lot more. Uh, so I'm expecting uh, the base and the attack uh, to increase for Ola Kawatu, who's had a a bit of a down um, middle part of the season, I would say. Uh, so I think they'll lean on him. Uh, and not a bad smoky to bring in, although he does uh, have the bite in round 19. you got to think about that. Uh, over at the Storm, uh, Nick Meany. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm expecting a big game. I'm gonna, I, might even, I might even captain him. I've got a, it's got a feeling. It's got a feeling he's going to have a big game. I've got a feeling Melbourne's going to have a big game. I think a lot rests on whether Cameron Munster backs up. I think he will. I think Melbourne are going to be really up for this game. Uh, let's see how much celebrating, post-match celebrating um, old money man did after Wednesday night. But like that game, that like I said, that game at four pines earlier in the year, uh, they Melbourne really got their beans. Uh, so I think they're going to be really up for this game. I think Munster will back up. I think he'll want to make amends. He backed up in game one, after game one, and, uh, up in North Queensland, and both him and Grant had, you know, sluggish games. I don't know. I just, I think Munster, I'm kind of hoping, look, I'm a Munster owner, so I am hoping he backs up. If he doesn't, so be it. But I've just got a feeling the Storm are going to be really, really up for this game. Uh, getting Justin Olin back is big. So that back line looks great with Coates, with with Hughes. Um, yeah, they just look rock solid. Uh, soup, as a Tom Eisenhuth owner, absolutely stoked to see him starting at prop um they do tend to play silly buggers a little bit through the storm uh and they are prone to late changes so i wouldn't be surprised if there's a late change there but seeing him at number eight is fantastic uh i think grant will back up there is tyron wishart lurking on the bench and bronson garlic two blokes that can play dummy half if need be uh look if you're a grand owner you're you're playing them for sure hope you can jag some attacking stats you know i wouldn't be expecting them to play any more than 60 minutes but I think they really want to win this game. I really do. So um, Asafa Solomona, I'm expecting a big game from him too. He has been named on an edge. Uh, I'm going to go 28-16. I think the Storm will um, I think the storm will give him a beatdown. 
Uh, I can really see that happening. Uh, and I'm really looking forward uh, to this game. Back in a minute. All right, team, we are back. And Sunday, we've got three games on the Sunday. How good is that? I uh, love three games on a Sunday. And, uh, gee, the first one, how interesting is this? Broncos and the Titans. Uh, this one at, um, I think we're at Suncorp, uh, Southeast Queensland Derby. And uh, are out the Titans. Uh, ruthless. Uh, out of nowhere, giving Holbrook, uh, giving Holbrook the, um, the heave-ho. And in comes Desi Hasler right out of left field. Uh, nobody saw this one coming. Uh, listening to um, the radio this morning, <laughs> um, was, uh, Dave Riccio said, you know, it's kind of our job to have our finger on the pulse and have an idea of, uh, uh, or an, at least an inkling on stuff like this, but nothing, nothing at all. Uh, even Mel Meninga, uh, you know, head, you know, high performance guy or whatever he is, um, you know, consultant, whatever his job is, I, you know, he didn't know about it. And I think he's pretty dark. Uh, and I'd say his days are numbered based on what he said too. Crazy stuff. So they have got a interim coach. Can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, Holbrook is gone. Really, really uh, interesting how all that played out uh, for the Titans, uh, who've been kind of um, middling this year. Um, and yeah, I, I maybe they've just decided, look, we're just not going to go. We're not going to get any better we're not going to be a finals team with with Holbrook we, we need changes and really interesting um you know did something was Ben Hunt and I know the Titans are you know front runners for Ben Hunt was there something in play there interesting take about uh possibly Desi Hasler uh having um having a yarn with Ben Hunt and you know Desi Hasler's not employed by anybody so no rules broken there uh but maybe he was um Maybe there was an agreement in place and, uh, you know, who knows how it all all played out. Really interesting to see how the Titans players react to all of this. I'm sure it was a big shock for them as well. So this game, there's so many inter interesting games and the intrigue is, is huge this weekend. Uh, this game, wow. I mean, you've got players backing up. Uh, you've got Tino, we've got Fafida, we've got uh, Mofotawaka. Uh, backing up, uh, AJ Brimson was 18th man for Queensland. Really interested to see how he goes. Uh, fascinating stuff, really is. Uh, Kieran Foran obviously coached uh, at the start of his career successfully with uh, with Desi. Um, just fascinating how that's all going to play uh, for the Titans. Um, yeah, uh, teams are backing up. I mean, I think they all will. Um, It'll, yeah, it'll be interesting. You never, you never know. I, you, who knows how many of these players were really, really tight with Holbrook and might be absolutely filthy about what's going on. And then you might get Tino. Well, he's the captain. I don't know. But you, you never know. They might say, yeah, yeah, I'm not playing. I'm not playing this week. I'm, I'm yeah, the calf sore or something. Who knows? It's, it's, it's tough. They are professionals. You've got to remember that. But, man. Uh, interesting stuff, really interesting stuff. Um, that the Broncos, I mean, they've got uh, what they've got Reese Walsh to back up. I, I again, a bit like uh, Money Monster. How did Reese Walsh celebrate uh, after game two? Some of the, I, I just, I just can't cop the bloke. I can't cop the bloke. Broncos are my team, and um, Reese Walsh is on fire. He's a great player. 
but man, just the carry on, just the carry on. Like, that was embarrassing at the end of Origin 2, the way they all carried on. Him and Luai with the wee soft headbutt. And O'Carr coming in out of nowhere with a, a graze, with a punch, which just grazed. I mean, come if you're gonna if you're gonna commit to punching the bloke, knowing there's gonna be consequences, do a decent job on him. You know, and that was just, that was uh, embarrassing. And then afterwards, you know, when they're walking off after being sent or whatever it was, and you know, giving it the giving it the shield, you know, grabbing that, and I'm like, mate, just and and before that, when he kept turning and looking at the score point, the scoreboard, and all that, just. Uh, I, I just can't cop the bloke, but he's such a good super coach player and a good NRL player. Um, interesting to see if he plays this week or not. I mean, who knows? Who knows how um, drunk uh, and or high he's been in the last uh, twenty four to forty eight hours? And maybe Kivy might just say, "Yeah, sleep it off, Reesey boy." Uh, they do have options. Cobo could play at the back. Um, Tristan Saylor, who was in the extenders, uh, did a good job. Uh, in, in Walsh's absence earlier this year, he could easily play at the back. So just stand by on Reese Walsh, who becomes a, a big option at fullback, especially with Tommy being out for the year now. Uh, people, you know, perhaps looking to move on Buller. I can totally get uh, going to Reese Walsh, but just hold out because who knows, who knows how he's going to go. But you would assume a nice sunny dry track uh, against the Titans is very juicy. Does miss 19, obviously, with Origin and a chance to be rested in round 20. Uh, and they do have uh, a bye later in the year, I think maybe round 25. Keep that in mind as well. If you are trading Therese Walsh, uh, you will be down a gun fullback uh, come head-to-head finals time and um, at the real pointy end of the season. Uh, otherwise, good to see Cobbo back uh, from the hip. Uh, Flegler backing up, you would think he would. He probably played 30 minutes, maybe 35 minutes of origin. You'd think he'd back up. Payne Haas is an interesting one. Um, he was immense. He was New South Wales' best player on the weekend. He was immense. Really interesting to see how he goes uh, and whether Kevy just says, you know what, mate, have a have a breather. This will be interesting to see how he, how he goes. Uh, Paddy Carrigan played big minutes as well. So we'll see. Brendan Piakura gets a spot in the uh, back row with Capewell. With uh, trying to think what the injury was, it was a leg injury of some sort, uh, and they think Capewell will miss a couple of weeks with that round 19 by. Don't expect Capewell back to about round 20. So that gives Piakura uh, a couple of games under his belt, who has looked really good. I wouldn't be rushing to get him though, uh, because I don't even think he's going to become enough. I think. Uh, he's probably going to uh, stay on the bench when Capewell comes back uh, and could become a bit of an AE issue for you. Maybe. We'll wait and see. Uh, this should be a fun game. Should be a high-scoring game. Broncos 32, Titans 20. A lot of intrigue uh, in this game. All right. Bunnies and the Cows. Middle game on the Sunday uh, at a core. Uh, really good to see Cody Walker uh, has been named and hopefully is fully over his quad uh, injury. Uh, Tommy Burgess comes back, uh, back injury for him. Davy Mawali comes back. He had surgery on something, so he's been out for a couple of months. Uh, so getting some, getting some players back. Uh, does Cook back up after what happened on Wednesday? Poor bugger, wasn't it? Was not his fault. Poor bugger. Uh, and Cam Murray as well. 
uh, who played about 35 minutes, uh, and that was a, one of the real big uh, mistakes you'd think New South Wales coaching hierarchy made uh, with Cam Murray being underutilised. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, nursing that groin and everything, uh, it'd be really interesting. Taff at the back, there's still no Luttrell. Uh, Richie Kenner is on a wing, uh, and my understanding is that's his position for a little while uh, with um, Isaac Thompson kind of out of favour, and I believe he is injured as well. Uh, so, and uh, Milne, uh, who also played in that position as well, uh, playing reserve grade. So Richie Kenner, pretty cheap, uh, very cheap actually. Uh, you could go there, um, yeah, depending on, yeah, it could be, it could be a move. Uh, it's a, you know, being on the wing, either wing uh, at South, uh, ain't the worst place to be. And uh, Richie Kenner, not a bad downgrade option if you want to go uh, that way. Uh, Totola, Cook, Sele, Kolomitangi, Cartwright. Cartwright, Jags are right edge spot. That's an interesting one. Obviously, no Jai Arrow. Uh, they have been playing a mixture of Chican and um, Jacob Host. Now they're giving Jed Cartwright a crack. That's an interesting one as well. I don't mind that move if you want to go, if you want to go that way. Um, yeah, maybe. Wait and see. Uh, and yeah, oh, good to see Havili back there uh, as well uh, for South. Uh, Campbell Graham, you would think he is uh, going to be playing Origin 3. You would think he's in there for sure. Uh, even, you know, I think he just needs to get through the next couple of weeks. He'll be playing Origin 3, I think. And I think Cody Walker's a chance too. Uh, they might, who knows what they're going to do uh, for game three. Uh, that'll be really interesting. I think Cody Walker is a huge chance of, of playing Origin 3. Uh, so uh, hold all tickets there. Who knows how that's going to play out. Over at the Cows, uh, this will be interesting to see how many back up. Uh, we've got all their Origin players have been named on uh, on an extended. Um, Talungi, you would think he if, he if he pulls up, he's playing. Uh, same goes for Holmes. I think same goes for Nanai. Uh, Reese Robson, poor bugger, had to play 80 minutes in his first game of Origin and did a great job. Did a really good job. Uh, and, you know, uh, Fittler, uh, Brandy said, you know, they both said he's an Origin player. I think they were really happy with his performance. Uh, he really stood up under the circumstances and with Cook having to play in the centres. And he did a bang-up job. Uh, so we'll see how he pulls up. Um, if he does play, you would think it would be limited minutes. Uh, Ruben Cotter, I think, played close to 80. Um, I can't remember him going off. Uh, so, and with Tamalolo back, I think Cotter might get a rest uh, for the Cows. Wait and see there. That's interesting, though. Good to see Tamalolo uh, getting that, uh, those, that game under his belt last week, and he'll be better for it. And, uh, geez, he looked good. Geez, he looked good. Uh, at under 500 grand, he's in the second row. Availability. Don't mind it. Uh, you could go Hosking to Tamalolo straight, uh, pretty much. A, I wouldn't even call it sideways. I call it an upgrade. Uh, Price-wise, they're around the same. I think it's an upgrade because I think Hosking's minutes are going to be limited moving forward, even if he had, he's not even in the team at the moment. Whereas Tamalolo, they're going to really lean on him, I think, if he's uh, with that big break he's had, you would think he's 100% fit, ready to go. I don't mind Hosking to Tamalolo. Uh, Leilua in the second row. Finny Fuiaki is in there with the facial injury to Halem Luki. Uh, but just stand by there because you've got Nanai lurking, doing his thing. Uh, and that back line could change too with uh, Labour in the centres. 
if um, Talangi comes in, does he come in for Felt or for Velamay? Uh, you would think it'd be for Velamay. Wait and see there. Uh, Rabbitohs 26, Cowboys 18. I just think the Rabbitohs just have a bit too much. Always pretty strong uh, when they are playing at home. Last game of round 17, uh, we are at Allianz. It is the Roosters hosting the Raiders. Uh, these two teams played in the, what was it, 2019 GF, was it? The old six again from Ben Cummins and all that kind of, all that razzmatazz and all that jazz. And then Teddy runs away, scores the winning try, and the Roosters win the premiership and heartbreak for all the Raiders. Shout out Ricky Rhodes, um, huge Raiders fan. Uh, let's have a look at these two sides. Uh, Teddy backing up, you would assume he will uh, he will play. Manu owners will be hoping he gets a rest uh, because we know what Manu can do at fullback. Unfortunately, he is named in the centres uh, where he's a lot uh, less effective supercoach-wise, that's for sure. Absolute beast. Luke Keary has been named, which is awesome. Hopefully he plays. It'll be interesting to watch Sand and Smith have another game at halfback as well. Uh, Billy Smith there in the centres. Um, look, they've got a buy in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think the time of trade was uh, possibly not last week. We needed him for a number. I, I, I was quite lucky with numbers, and I moved him on because um, he had a highish break even, and you know didn't get close to it. But I don't know. He's if there's a move, I think maybe Smith Kenner could work. You can at least make something out of Billy Smith. Um, that could work. Tupo really cheap as well, but the Roosters just aren't firing, so I wouldn't be too keen to go be buying Roosters players anytime soon. Uh, Radley is back at lock, which is huge for them. Uh, Nat, uh, Nat Butcher, who was probably the Roosters close to their best player last week, finds himself on the bench uh, with Nathan Brown, Angus Crichton, Nafahu White, who actually had a really good game too. I thought it was one of his better games uh, in the limited time he's had for the Roosters. So, yeah, I wouldn't be going there any Roosters, to be honest. There's just not a lot doing. They're just not playing good footy. They do have a round 19 by. I'll be steering clear. At the Raiders, uh, let's have a look here. Pretty settled in that back line. Papali'i, Wolford, Tarpany, Young, Whitehead, Horsburgh is the forward pack. You would think Horsburgh would be raring to go. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's in the mix now for Origin, obviously being part of the squad. Was he 19th man? A uh, couple of big performances, you never know, and, and an injury, and he's straight into that side. Um Joseph Tarpin needs to step up. He he had a poor game against the Warriors uh, a few weeks back. Hudson Young, interesting to see how he goes. Um, maybe a little underwhelming for New South Wales. Uh, didn't really offer a lot in attack, and you know, uh, you know, he was up for the niggle, um, and that's all I really remember about Hudson Young with Origin. Just up for the niggle, uh, so maybe a little bit underwhelming. So he he'll have a, a point to prove uh, for sure. Otherwise, just not a lot doing. Uh, at the Raiders, uh, as I see it, uh, Roosters twenty-two, Raiders eighteen. Uh, I'm I'm going for a low-scoring, uh, pretty close game. Uh, Raiders tend to play teams close. Rooters, Ro- <laughs> the Rooters, Roosters aren't putting sides away. Twenty-two, eighteen. Uh, let's go the Chooks. Back in a minute. Radio time for this. Question. Okay. Hosking to Tohu or go straight to Haas? Um, hmm. Tohu is 618. Haas is 692. 
Tohu has a buy, I think, in round 22. He's dual, so you've got him. You bring him in. You've got him. You got him for. The, they're both keepers. Um, probably more upside to Haas, uh, depending on how many minutes he's going to play around. We've still got all this Origin stuff. Uh, I'd be tempted just to go safe and go Tohu uh, at what 70, 80 grand less, seventy five grand less. You've got Torhu for the next five or six weeks. Well, you got him for the year, but you've got him playing for like, you know, the next five weeks. Uh, has that buy. I think the Warriors, I think it's just a buy. I think they're just a buy by themselves uh, around round 22, something like that. So, and Haas is just, look, we know what he is. He's the best front row. But what are his minutes going to be like? Uh, they do have a buy in round 25. I'd go, I'd go Torhu. Question. Rightio. Want to move Buller on to Gutherson or is it too late? Uh, it's not too late. It's not too late at all. Uh, look, Buller has been amazing for us. He's over 700000 He's made us half a million bucks uh, if you got on at the right time. Um, look, the break-even's high. It's in the 90s, I think. I can understand moving on Buller. I can also understand holding him and i've got a bit of a dilemma myself on what to do i'm not too sure uh i think if tommy was playing uh this week i would have gone buller to trebojevic uh but now i'm not too sure what i'm going to do there's a lot of merit in holding buller i think people who are patient and do hold him are going to be rewarded when he is done with all his buys after this week uh and rounds 19 and maybe to a lesser extent round 20 uh you're laughing with a bloke who does have uh, a pretty good draw, although he is playing for the Tigers. So the draw is kind of, in a way, it's irrelevant because he's playing for the Tigers. Uh, so, yeah, I can totally understand moving on Buller, uh, but holding him is makes sense as well. He might drop some cash, but he could still score pretty well. Uh, and you've got a vital number there in round 19. But going to Gutherson makes sense. Like, Gutherson's... Shot up. What are you going to pay? Another sixty grand. Another sixty-five grand. He's seven eighty-seven. He's still got a negative break-even. He's just—he's just firing. He's just firing. Uh, I think Buller to Gutho uh, makes sense. It's certainly not too late. Uh, uh, uh. Question. Rightio. Schuster two. He's got four blokes here. Uh, uh, this is uh, this is Mark who's who's brought this one in on the. Um, Spotify Q and A, Schuster to either Hopgood, Madison, Nicara, or Tarmalolo. That's a good question. Uh, look, if you're just done with Schuster, I get it. Uh, look, he's an, probably an important number for a lot of us this week. But uh, you're bringing all three of these blokes play this week. Nicara with the buy, Hopgood and Madison have the buy next week, and Tarmalolo has the buy the week after in round 19. So. Uh, depending what your numbers are like, hmm, for, I mean, they must be okay if you're prepared to trade them on. I, I, if you go Schuster to Nicara, who I think's got the most upside, how are your numbers going to be this week? If, if your numbers are still okay and you've got, you know, 17 or, you know, even 16, I think you can roll with 16 this week. Uh, I, you know, I, I think most teams are going to be rolling somewhere between, say, 15 and 19 players. Uh, you know, I think most will have 16 or 17. If you've got 16, you know, hopefully with not too many guys, like bench guys, uh, like, you know, your Sonny Lukes, 
fuckwits like that, <laughs> you know, you might go okay. Um, so I'd go Nicara if that's the case. Otherwise, probably Hopgood would be the next in line. He's just so consistent. He's just got so much going for him. Madison, he's 645. He's, he's break even still in three figures. So he's got money to drop. And just what's his role? What's his role with Parramatta? I don't know. It's it's a tricky one, Madison. Um, and Tamalolo, if you you know if you want to go shoes to the Tamalolo, it's not going to cost you a lot. And I think Tamalolo is just a good meat and potatoes second row for you. Um, and play him every week, and you know he should give you minimum fifty. I don't I don't mind it. So it's a tough one. They're all good options. Um, if your numbers are okay this week, I'd go Nicara because I think there's plenty of upside there. Sharks have had all their buys. Then I would go Hopgood, then Tamalolo, then Madison. Just too much doubt over Madison and what his role is going to be. But that's a really good question. Good luck with that. Uh, good luck with that. What was it? Uh, Mark. Question. Right. Riley uh, still has uh, Dylan Brown uh, and he has Walker as his other 5'8". Is it worth trading Brown to Munster this week? If Munster plays, yep, definitely. I would definitely do that if Munster plays. Uh, if he doesn't play, uh, you, and then, you know, what are your numbers like? Do you just want to hold Brown, just wait? Maybe just maybe just wait and see. Maybe you play the patient game, you wait and see. Brown might get cleared and might be back, or you wait, uh, he doesn't, whatever. Um, wait till after Origin, then get Munster then. Uh, maybe do that. But if he's, uh, if Munster's playing this week, I know he won't play round 19, possibly gets arrested in round 20, but he's just, he's Munster. He's so much fun. Uh, so if, if Munster's playing, I would definitely go Brown to Munster. Um, the concern that's, it's a tricky one, five, eight, because Cody Walker's a great chance to play Origin three. If he kills it the next couple of weeks, you've got to think he's a great chance. Uh, so yeah, and if you're rolling with Brown and Walker or Walker and Munster, and then you've got both of them playing Origin, I don't know. If Munster's available, get him in. Question. Right, this one from SCZ. Uh, Garrick to Tafare to bank cash or trade to a keeper? Garrick to Tafare to bank some cash, trade to a keeper or trade to a Okay, Tafare is 200 and something, 250-ish. Uh, playing for the Dolphins, who I've just seen. It looks like James K is out. Uh, so, you know, Garrick to Tafari. I don't know. I don't know. You're banking cash. Yeah, you're banking plenty of cash. But And, you know, it could be very, very handy to bring in, you know, guys for the run home or trade to a keeper. I guess it depends on what the rest of your center wing looks like and things. Uh, if you've got... If you've got plenty of good ones, the like if you've got four blokes that you feel comfortable playing in front of Ruben Garrick right now, uh, then I don't mind going Garrick to Tafare, or I think a better option is probably Richie Kinnar. I know he's got a buy coming up in round twenty, um, but you know I I don't mind that one. I probably prefer Kinnar over Tafare, to be honest with you. Um, you know, t I think Tafare, as much as he looks like he's great with ball in hand, he's probably only you know, three defensive lapses away from going back and playing Q Cup for Redcliffe. So I wouldn't go Garrick to Tafari. If you want to bank some cash, I don't mind going 
Garrick to Kennard. But I think Garrick's going to be playing fullback. So I actually wouldn't be trading Garrick at all. Uh, but if you need the cash, you're anti-manly or whatever, I totally get it. Uh, but I wouldn't be going Garrick to Tafari. Question. Back in a minute. All right, guys, here we go. Best bets, just the three this week. Um, I'm going to put 50. I'm going to put half of it on the Broncos to win an over 46.5 total points. I can just see lots of points in this game. I know that the Broncos defensively have been very good this year. Um, Titans just know how to score. There's been plenty of games. I remember Titans-Broncos games, and Titans have got out the big lead in the first half, and they are that kind of a team this year as well. Um, I looked. We sneaky Titans halftime, Broncos full time. I don't mind that either. But let's just go Broncos over 46 and a half. It's paying $2.40. So 50 bucks returns $120. i am going to do a $40 cover three. The Panthers to cover the 10 and a half. The Storm to cover the 12 and a half, um, which might be a bit dicey. Uh, and the Broncos to cover the nine and a half. Those three uh, are paying $6.82. So 40 bucks returns $2.72.87. Uh, and let's go 10 bucks on um, on the seven winners this week. The Warriors, the Eels, the Panthers, the Storm, Broncos, Bunnies, Chooks. That's paying 10 bucks 25. So if they come in, uh, we'll get our money back there. If the other two fall, 102.58. If you are having a bet this week, uh, all the best. Uh, don't go crazy. Um, bet responsibly. Back in a minute. All right, team, so that's going to do it for this edition of the NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast, the Round 17 preview. Tricky old round, lot we've talked about. Uh, trades this week, I think I may go Cleary to Johnson. I just think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Cleary's probably not back till Round 20. Uh, there are points and money to be made with Sean Johnson, I believe, with uh, the Dragons this week. The Bunnies next week back at home, uh, round 19. I can't quite remember who they are playing. I think it's a pretty good matchup, though. Uh, so, look, I'm probably going to do that tonight. Uh, second trade, not too sure if I'll make a second trade. I'll have a wee look and see how guys like Sonny Luke, who I won't play in my 17 this week, see how they go uh, because of the AE issue there. Um, and then if I need to, if he goes okay, I might not make a second trade. I could get tempted on Sunday uh, and pull the trigger and go Buller to Walsh, but I'm just not sure on that one. We'll wait and see how the round's playing out. With, uh, with the schedule, it actually works pretty good for me. Uh, I can wait and watch, and I can make a move during the round. Uh, VC and C-wise, pretty hard to go past Gutho. Um, probably the VC on Gutho, I think. I won't go on Johnson tonight. I might go Gutho for the VC tomorrow. And then captaincy options. Uh, wait and see. Might have a nosy. It's, um, might have a nosy at McManey. Uh, don't mind that one. I'm kind of got a feeling. I just got a feeling about the storm. So we'll see how it plays out. With the VC, I mean, um, geez, I'll take, I'd almost take 75 from Gutho and loop that. Uh, there's just not a lot of super obvious ones. So, yeah, um, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, best of luck to you. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it. You can hit me up, email, NRL, uh, SC Therapy, 
uh, at gmail.com. The Q&A on Spotify as well. Shout out to James who's been on that. Uh, bad luck with the buy round stuff. Best of luck. Uh, well, you did all right last week. And uh, remember, there's another one in round 19. Just remember. Uh, can, uh, you can trick the new guys, but uh, you had a really good season so far, mate. Uh, so, uh, all the best. Thanks very much for listening. Enjoy the footy. I will talk to you next week.